Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor, and it's just a perfectly normal Wednesday evening. It's not our normal recording day though. That's kind of weird recording yeah. on a Wednesday night. You said Wednesday and I was like, what? Exactly. It felt weird saying it because we never record on Wednesdays. I think we've recorded oh, on one dude. other Wednesday. I freaking hate Wednesday. It's my least favorite day of the week. Really? This can't be the banter topic. Nope, we're not the, doing that. We're not discussing days of the week. No, shut Come the fuck on. up, Micah. Yeah, this is a weird no. hill to die on. I yeah, want to watch this. He wants to die because, on his hump. He wants to die on hump day. Come on. You're too far away from the weekend in both directions. No, but it it's feels like the Garfield good day in the middle away. of the week. No, it feels good though. You know, you get up to a Wednesday and you're like, ah, oh, because you know you're gonna dick off on Friday. You're not gonna do shit on Friday. So really, it's Maybe like you. Thursday. I take pride do you in have my work, that Raymond. Option? I mean, I just whether I have it or not, I still do it. <laughs> Even if I'm busy, I still just like, oh no, I'm so busy on Friday, and then I just Friday's whatever. Friday's just nope, a week, I, weekend. I day. work in a manufacturing facility, and Mondays suck. None of the equipment works. Oh. You have to go through and get everything fired up. If everyone has forgotten how to do their job, <laughs> the people that do show up or have hangovers, it, Mondays are awful. Oh. <laughs> Wednesdays are perfectly fine. Yeah, my favorite day of the week is Tuesday. Has been for a long time. Something wrong with you. Because you're past the like, oh, fucking Mondays suck. And you're into like, okay, now I can be productive because it's Tuesday and it's still the beginning of the week and I haven't been beat down by the week yet. So I, I'm usually really productive on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well. I don't know why. Thursday, yeah, because Thursdays are like Fridays for me. So I'm like, Thursday's great. And then Friday <laughs> through Sunday, just fucking let's go. <laughs> Shut up, Raymond. You guys are missing... You guys are missing a ma- like a major weekday oh, opportunity yeah, no. here. <laughs> Just so we're aware, at least one of our project managers and some of our C-level guys do listen to the show, Raymond. Just so you're aware. <laughs> well, I work when I'm on their projects, I work so hard. <laughs> on Did Fridays. you hear that, Alex? Raymond's yeah. your best employee. When I when I when I'm on those when I'm on insert name of listening person here project i definitely work really hard the hardest yeah yeah so so very hard so turgid <laughs> and, and when you're not working you're just out fishing right raymond yeah so this weekend i it was it was a very sweet dad moment everybody's shaking their head that was a great transition guys it Fuck wasn't all the transition it was the yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like jamie oliver whenever he does something Woo! <laughs> I, uh, I took, I love fishing. I've been going fishing since I was a kid and, uh, Cammy will not be caught dead anywhere near a lake or a large body of water. She just doesn't go near them at all. Yeah, costs. Don't come to my state. It's yeah, because nope. of that kid she made fun of when she was at summer camp and drowned him. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. What? I believe it. It's what? a deep what? cut. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, Crystal a deep Lake cut to what? Camp. Did you murder a child? Yeah, we'll, we'll circle back to that <laughs> no, one. Cammie okay. Did. Ray, Ray, um, okay. Yeah. So somebody, please tell me you under you remember what happens and oh, you know what, I get I where get Jason it. came. I'm just wondering you. if yeah. the rest of these Jason. Jason. Freddy versus Thank you Jason. so much. Well, not Freddy oh. versus Jason, but Jason okay. Voorhees. So th- so yeah, I took our daughter away from her mother and took her fishing, and uh, she loved it. She had a great time. She we caught nothing because we found out about four hours in that they hadn't stocked the lake in like three months. Nice. So there was just no fish in the lake, but. Uh, she was playing with worms. Thanks, and, Joe we Biden. Buy, we, yeah, right. We got uh, we got <laughs> night crawlers. She was like picking them out and playing with them, and like she she really good at casting. She learned how to cast. She uh, ended all that stuff. And I was afraid she, like her mom was gonna like ingrate into her soul that fishing is the worst. But she was she had just a 
she loved it. And uh, she got all dirty and she stood in the water and she didn't have waders, but she just still stood out there because she thought it was silly. And it was a great time. I tend to agree with Cammy. I hate fishing. Really? Fishing is wonderful. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, yes. Thank it you. Is so I, much fun. I imagine I that you have not fishing. fished in the Gulf South in the dead of summer. N- you're correct. Nope. You're correct. I never has. I have not. What were you golf? That. What were you fishing for? Yeah, what were you fishing for? <laughs> I have done fishing in the Gulf for like uh redfish and and the and the like, but also just like on lakes or rivers or whatnot for catfish and such. Well, just, you see, Trevor, when the fish are not covered in oil, it's actually pretty enjoyable. <laughs> I disagree. I mean, I don't, I don't dig it. You're, you're far out, you know, you're not like necessarily near civilization. It's freaking hot. It's boring as hell because, you know, if they're not biting, you're bored as hell. And if it's hot, they're not biting. You're approaching this the wrong like way, the and you're time. wrong. I'm sorry. Yep, no? You're just there's yeah? just even okay. a way that you can you can't even uh, you know you can't defend it. because if you're fishing, like first of all, I don't like who are you fishing with? Because fishing is, I mean, like, and and anybody can tell me that I'm wrong. Personally, I do not enjoy fishing alone. Fishing is a social activity that I do with oh, my yeah. friends. Absolutely. You go to a lake, you go to a river, you go to the ocean, whatever the fuck that, you do. Jake. Yeah, that's on you, not me. And then you <laughs> cast a line and you reel it back in. Yep. That's all you do. And if you don't catch anything, whatever, you're hanging out with your buddies. Yeah, you're not at work. You're th- drinking beer. Exactly. Well, that's what they always say is even when you don't catch anything, at least you catch a buzz. And that's what matters. I've, I haven't heard that, but I like that. And I, probably because I don't like drinking l- like beer one after another. I don't dig that either. So mm, I mean, I don't even drink beer. Freud out here on the boat? I don't even drink beer. Exactly. on the pontoon. Anybody want some odd bag? <laughs> I brought some liquid campfire for everyone to have with some spritz of water and on the way down. <laughs> Is that a carp? <laughs> That's you. Raymond and my dad clearly learned fishing from the same place because that is the reason I hate fishing as a ginger albino vampire. My dad's idea of fishing <laughs> was to go to a lake where there was no fish and sit out on a boat that did not have shade for eight hours with your rod in the water, just sitting there for eight hours, and then go back to the campsite, because we only did it when we were camping. And I was Uh, like, oh my God, as soon as I was old enough, no, (laughs) I'm not going fishing. I hate it. I get sunburned. We never catch anything. It is awful. (laughs) I think your dad was just a bad fisherman, because after eight hours, you should have caught a lot of fish by that point yeah, yeah. yeah i don't know about that right I don't, I don't know like i'm i'm not a great fisher but but i mean the fish do it themselves really yeah right? exactly you don't really yeah, have to do anything what's the what's it's in the water you started your job's done i mean you just sort of wait did you tie up the hook did you bait it did I you throw like it was there waiting. a hook christian there I was like there was hooks there were worms <laughs> there was fish eggs there were the little marshmallows there were there was you everything were there? There's gonna be pictures. Yeah, there's gonna be pictures. It's just Christian in his pool in his backyard, just sitting in a boat. (laughs) (laughs) He's got like a water wings off to the side, holding a beer, pointing, (laughs) laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I do Uh, have stories from my childhood about this goose and this goat that used to attack me, and I hated them. And my mom insists that it was actually a duck and a pygmy goat. But I know better. This sounds like Aesop's fables. Yeah, (laughs) it also sounds like the name of some weird new gaming uh, bar. The goose and goat or something yeah. like that. <laughs> the goose and the goat. Idea. I would yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Or <laughs> or it's a new like uh it's a prog rock band that's like Coheed and Cambria. Oh, goose yeah. and the goat. Yeah. Are Coheed yeah. and Cambria prog rock? No, they're really not. That's what I was about they to kind, say. They have some proggy elements to them. But like I was trying to go for Coheed and Cambria. I just 
they're not really prog. They got a little bit. Quit trying to appeal to our email audience. They don't exist. Yeah, I know. They have proggy elements, I, I would argue it. I went fishing a handful of times with uh, my dad in uh, uh, the deep south Louisiana. Caught some gar. Terrifying. I don't know if you've ever seen an alligator gar in person. They're no. big. They Oof. also have a tendency, and this was just, I only ever saw this, like, I, we went for fishing for gar, caught gar. It was only like one time with one of my dad's old friends, like all the way out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. And uh, the entire time, well, not the entire time, but I'd say like once every five to 10 minutes for like a half hour period, there was this large alligator gar that I'm going to guess was the better part of like five to six feet long because it was enormous. And it just jumped completely out of the water, like a handful of different times, and then just landed back in. I know it was an alligator gar because I saw its face. They have a very particular looking face on for a fish. And I saw its face and it looked like mine. If I look like an alligator gar, you can you can shoot me on sight. How about that? The next time <laughs> he just wanted you to, he wanted to assert his dominance. He was like, I'm here and you're not catching me, okay? <laughs> I get it. Well, here's the thing, too, is that fishing for alligator gar, awful. Because they're actually bottom feeders. They're not predators. Mm. They scavenge. And everybody's eating ass to, nowadays. Yeah, exactly. And I'm according sorry. to a handful of, uh, of, of old fishermen in the Deep South, apparently what Gar like to eat is cheese. Hmm. I'm not Men making this up. Fish of taste. Yeah, right? They cheese. I caught the biggest fish that I ever caught, which was a channel cat with cheese. Hell yeah. I'm gonna look up an al- I don't think I've seen an alligator Gar. I'm going to look it up. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. They're, they're not dinosaur pretty fish. fish. They're, they're not dinosaurs. Pretty. No, they, they literally are. G-A-R-R? Just one R. Just one R. One R. One R. Yeah, no, like when you see it, you're going to think to yourself, yep, they, they named that like spot on. That is an alligator gar. Hold on, my freaking phone is... Have you thought about oh. using the computer you're in front well, of? Well then. <laughs> oh yeah, my, now you see, right? Yeah, my computer, my keyboard is so loud, I don't want it to get caught oh, in, the, in the recording. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> this is a disgusting looking... This is... They can grow to be about 10 feet long. That's, yeah. This guy, look at this. I, uh, I don't know if the, the that, that record alligator gar was caught like the 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 current size record alligator gar was caught like five miles from my place in Houston. Oh my God, that's wild. Yeah, they're pretty freaky. Yeah, they're uh, and apparently they don't taste good either. So there's not really a lot of these reasons to catch them. No, it, it's, it's just <laughs> the fun of catching them. Apparently, I guess its name is attract attractosius spatula. That's nice its scientific name. Nice. I'm glad I know that. Yeah, spatula city. <laughs> gonna, spatula, yeah. File I just that one away. Spatula fish reminds me that uh, I, I don't like to make this super topical, but me and Sarah watched the weird movie, the Weird Al spoof. Oh biopic. yeah, weird. Oh the my Alien god, Kavish. it's How so was it? good. Is it so so okay. good? How is Harry Potter as my favorite musician? So good, amazing. I I cannot recommend it enough. If you have uh, Roku, you have it. Right. If you have access to a Roku, mm-hmm. you have it. And if you don't, oh, Weird Al said, just go ahead and pirate it. Just do it. (laughs) All right. I'll take, I'll, we, we had rule for intent to not endorse any kind of pirating. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Yes, I'm not endorsing it. However, our Lord and Savior, uh, Alfred Yankovic, is. No, it was really good. I, I, I was a really big fan. Lots of like fake cameos in it. Uh, The whole conceit is that nothing's true. It's so good. I love it. Hmm. Oh, I want to watch it. I want to see it. I love Weird Al. I sing. I sing trapped in the drive-through at least once a week, just to myself. When I have ten minutes, when I have ten minutes to spare, <laughs> that's I not just, enough. To, that's not enough minutes. That song is longer than ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's that's such a. It's I a great, feel the same way incredible. about White Nerdy 
and Amish oh, yeah. Paradise. Oh yeah. So, oh my God. So I had a, a, a revelation with my friends recently because I've known this ever since I saw them on TV for the first time. I was like, holy fuck, you guys are from a music video I know. But if you've ever watched the music video for White and Nerdy, the two black guys that pull up in the car at the beginning, Mm -hmm. that's Key and Peele. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Key and Peele. Like 10 years before I ever saw them on Comedy Central, they were in a music video for Weird Al. (laughs) Been browsing, inspecting, X-Men comics, you know, collecting, the pens (laughs) in my pocket, pocket, I must protect protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me We can't sing together over a visual medium like this (laughs) because we're not in the same place. We can with the power of editing. So (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Who's editing this one? (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is episode 70, so that's going to be me, actually. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, right about, it, right about now, uh, one of our listeners has looked up White and Nerdy and is looking at the beginning <laughs> and is losing their shit, yep. realizing <laughs> that they never recognized them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. That's the way I was when I first, like, watched it and realized who it's it was. It's like that like, oh Leonardo DiCaprio moment. It was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. Right there. <laughs> On the couch. <laughs> yep. There I am. Who else had that weird feeling of recognition? I think it was Nimbleoth. Oh. When she noticed Solus. I know this angel. After reading his her prickly book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, while uh, you continued the conversation with creepy ass Doriana, doing creepy ass things, which she's always good for a laugh, let's be honest. Oh yeah. That that kid's just she really great. lightens the mood. Really great. Uh, then you guys split up with Cecil and William heading to the Dawnflower Library to do a little chit-chat with Vandy to see what she could figure out about the Plane of Dreams because as Mordrin noticed the bru- a bruising pattern on Doriana's arm that read Lang and knew enough about that to know that it had to do with the denizens of Lang and the plane of dreams. Ask Vandy what she knows about Doriana, kind of mention Hattie. She's like the audacity of that bitch. The lion, the witch. Who the hell? She's got feelings about Hattie. Probably not good ones. Solus and Asmordrin retire back to the rowdy rockfish in order to thumb their way through an interesting tome. The Whispering Reads. There's a little light reading before bed. And as Solus begins to read through, he feels like he knows a lot more than he should know. And that more things know about him than should. He can feel something staring at him. The hairs on the back of his neck, the hairs on the back of his neck stand up. Even the book is tingling with anticipation. Ooh, Solus. Nipples hard as a rock. Now needs to attempt a will save. He can see it through <laughs> the armor. That's how hard. It's like it's like uh, George Clooney's bat suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I've got a plus ten. I'm give myself a hero point for that one. I'll allow it. Oh my! That is a natural twenty. No, are oh, you fucking serious? Uh, um, <laughs> showing you we guys with the camera. About, that is a we, natural we, fucking yeah, twenty. We all see it. We all we were talking about before we started the show, listeners. That the, basically we were thinking that the only way that Micah was going to succeed against this mm-hmm. was a natural twenty. Yep. And uh, what do you <sighs> fucking know? Yeah. Trevor looks so mad right now. Look at his he face. Is seething. <laughs> 
He is so mad. L plus ratio plus your bad. (laughs) (laughs) Skill issue. Just a meat shot straight down the center of the plane. All I hear is underemployed Zoomer talk. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm employed. You eat cock. Underemployed. That's debatable. Gig economy. Gig economy. (laughs) Thanks, Biden. (laughs) (laughs) So... You feel nothing is amiss, and it would not tip you off that anything is even malevolent about this. You think it's just a trick of your own imagination. That's right, Solus. After multiple people have been murdered in the quest of the acquisition of this book, there's nothing wrong with it. But you do realize that this has given you further insight into the Empty Death, into Nimbaloth, and and creatures that would fall within her, her domain. So any sort of research or knowledge checking that you would have to do, you will get a small bonus for, uh, for a while. How long? Yeah, I was going to say, how long does that last? Like a, a day? Uh, for his next check. Oh. Um, he can consult the book again if he wants to uh, for that. And you can continue to do that. I will tell you a few other things that you've, because you nat 20 that sucker, I'm going to assume that you were able to do a good study of this thing without be following any sort of ill effects, um, and we're able to go uh, kind of a deep dive in the sucker. You realize that this thing can be used against Nimbaloth and her followers. You can target incorporeal undead and damage them with incantations from this book. In the, the, the manner by which this book was created in order to combat Nimbaloth, right? So you have the insight that you can do that but there is a risk to you. This knowledge is dangerous. That is really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. You can cast, uh, if you have the ability to cast a spell, which you are not a spellcaster. That being said. Yet. Yeah, right? Um, you can cast spells from this book. It is a spell book, and it contains the spells Crushing Despair, Fear, Paranoia and Phantasmal Killer. Oh, oh my God. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. holy shit. All right. Oh, Papa God. likes this book. Oh, God. Once a day, you can invoke one of the parables from the Whispering Reeds that parallels your situation or the environment you're in or the creatures that you're interacting with. And mists and whispers surround you in a 20 foot emanation and Nimbaloth touches this plane of existence negatively affecting all of those creatures within that emanation with agonizing mental anguish taking mental damage and potentially taking large penalties to saving throws however as I said this all comes at a cost the empty death may peer out from beyond the stars, cast its gaze upon you and fill you with nothingness. If you're not able to fight back the hunger of Nimbaloth, you become stupefied too for 24 hours. And if you die while under the effect of the empty death, you die permanently, are unable to be resurrected. I'm sorry. 
if you die while you are affected by the empty death, you are immediately resurrected as a chaotic evil ghost. Okay. So it's really powerful, but there is some danger involved in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you be able to send me off air a list of the things I can do with this book? I absolutely can. I can probably just drop it into your inventory and be able to read it. Okay, cool. Well, book, very neat. It's fun, fun, fun till her daddy took the book of unknowable knowledge away. Fair enough. Wait, what? Shut up. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, Solus closes the book and looks up at Esmordrin. Esmordrin, I, I, I do not quite understand what it is we found here. I, it is clearly an object of great power, but I cannot tell if it will be a curse or a boon to us. Well, it seems that everyone's pretty interested in it, so... I... Do you think we should reveal its power to the others? To, uh... To the one from Absalom who was seeking this? I don't actually know the entire story behind this. Well, why is he seeking the book? Uh, he seeks to destroy all, all of the copies. Um, what was his name? I'm, uh, I'm checking my notes right now. I forgot his name. Cor- Cor- Corvus. Uh, Corvus. Corvus. Okay. Corvus Califact. Right. Sounds very much like a Primarch. It's really fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. That may or may not be intentional. Yes, uh, there was a, um, a traveling scholar named Corvus. He's, uh, he's seeking all of the copies of this book in order to destroy them. And having read what little I have, I do not blame him. Is he going to make a suit out of your skin? Uh, you're not in this scene. Didn't the Grave Knights <laughs> mention something that they needed to find this tome as well. It did, yes. Yes, as, as it was uh, leaving the room. Just give it to him. Yeah, right? He said he wanted it. He'll stop bothering us. Yeah. yeah. He'll probably be really nice to us. <laughs> it's very perplexing that, you know, both sides seem to be after this book. Indeed. I understand that Corvus wishes to destroy it, but what information is... Did you find out exactly why, what Belcora needs from this book? It seems to be pivotal to her plans. As of yet, no, that would require more careful study, though I did glean some information on the empty death and on the nature of Nimbaloth, though it, it is as of yet beyond my comprehension. You but by chance didn't see anything about Lang in there, did you? Uh, did I find anything about Lang in there? Hmm. I, I could roll on that, right? I mean, you did just describe it like in the flavor text, so I would argue, yeah, yeah you do. Okay. I don't think I described laying in the flavor text for this or the dreamlands. It's a land beyond the universe, right? Along, uh, beyond well, the Well, no, I galaxy. spoke about it like after you said something last week with my character. Like spoke at length about like what okay, Lang is. Okay, so you mean you mean he would know what Lang is, not necessarily that it has anything to do with the book. The book does not speak of Lang or the dimension of dreams or anything like that. Oh, okay. That's weird. All right. So, um, just to, uh, you know, metagame this, because I know that my character's, like, not in here, but we've already kind of, like, loosely talked about how this thing basically functions like a palantir, where she can kind of, like, look at where we are and look out. And uh, the last time the Grave Knight wanted something, it came into town and just fucked its way through and then fucked its way back out with, like, literal fucking being done to it. Um, so I'm necessarily nervous about Nimbaloth looking into where the book is, seeing it, and then using that information to guide the Death Knight to where we are. That's just what I'm thinking about. Yeah. 
I mean, presumably the Nimbaloth would have known where her own copy of the book was and yeah. did not tell anybody Wouldn't, else. Yeah. So, no, I guess I suppose that's true. I mean, to be fair, we pulled it from the the gauntlet. I mean, yeah, if they exactly. couldn't find it in their own keep. I, I kind of think that that might not necessarily be true. All right. That's just something I was worried about where I was like, man, if they figure out where this is, I don't think we can fight that guy. Yeah. That's why I'm also kind of so-so about like telling people about it because we still have this nondescript faceless stalker thing going on in the background still that we don't know anything about. It's difficult trying to share a bunch of information right now. Pay no attention to the faceless stalker behind the curtain. What do you think we should? What does your gut say? Or God. My gut <laughs> says keep it a secret for now. The only gut with a mouth is yours, Asmordrin. That's <laughs> <It's> certainly... <laughs> <laughs> certainly we are to share this information with Billiam and Cecil, but I would hesitate to share it with anyone beyond that. This just in, Cecil confirmed as faceless stalker. That's right, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I thought we killed the faceless stalker. I thought Tobin killed the faceless Cecil's the imposter among us. A face. Not the, maybe not. Among us. Among us. Among us. Well, yeah, I think Bill and Cecil are probably done and probably start making their way back because we finished talking <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> Raymond says, I think Billiam and Cecil are ready to come back to the adventure. Yeah, because yeah, we're right. making our way downtown. We also finished talking with them, and it sounds like you guys want to share information with us. So Bill's, Bill's tummy starts rumbling. Raymond, Raymond how so- dare you try to move the plot? <laughs> fucking guy. Right? Bill's tummy starts rumbling, and he's like, Solus needs me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what your gut really, says. Really yeah. weird spidey sense. Yep. It's his gut. Yeah. He's got a gut feeling. Exactly. Can you start talking to your stomach? I'd like that. Yeah, right? Okay. Hey, see, that's it. See, so it's like, what the fuck? Oh, I've, done, I've done this the whole time. You just haven't been here. <laughs> <laughs> My clue's telling me to go this way. Maybe if you keep I talking to your stomach, clue. it too will grow a mouth and tongue. Yeah, right? right now, soulless. And then it will answer back. <laughs> so, yes. All righty. So, you head back to the rowdy rock fish. Yes? Mm-hmm. All right, so you make your way into the Rowdy Rockfish, and there's an interesting circle of candles and pentagrams on this floor. Now, uh, you find uh, Solas uh, acting like uh, he's seen God, um, just kind of mumbling. No. Solas, they walk in. What you doing, buddy? What you doing, Asmordrin? Are, are they going to walk in um, mid-study, or are they going to walk in while you're you know, having your post-study cigarette? Uh, this is the uh, the post study conversation, definitely. Perfect, perfect. As Mordred's wearing Yosef's robe with his little teapot making tea, <laughs> <laughs> it's like his size is too small. The mouth. Yeah. So it's like a yeah, it's, it's entirely too small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just put it on mugwort. <laughs> okay, so fundido. <laughs> I, 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 I had a burp. Just walked I'm in, sorry. So. I, yeah, I had a burp. I, oh, I didn't even, I wasn't even looking at you. Oh yeah, I, I I was like, and here it comes, and then it was quiet. And I was like, Bleh, over here. Uh, I just love Trevor's like. All right, anytime. <laughs> sorry, right? I was burping. Do a thing. Do it. Yeah. Um, Come on. So yeah, Bill, Bill, Bill walks in. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> poke poke the bear. Bill walks in. and He goes, my my tummy was rumbling. So let's, I heard you need me. No, uh, Bill walks in and goes. Uh, so we talked to Vandy, guys. You look excited. <laughs> well, I, I, I finally had the chance to read a, a portion of the Whispering Reads, and uh, thus far it has not disappointed. Oh, is it a good book? 
Good is the wrong word for it. It is certainly malevolent. It is certainly evil. Uh, but I believe it may be useful. Uh, using it, I, I am able to gain some otherworldly pseudo-magical powers, it seems. And it contains a lot of useful information regarding the empty death and Nimbaloth, but I, I must be careful when reading it. I, I'm, I'm very glad you explained. You see, when you thought, I thought when you said the book does good, that this was like a grammatical error. Like, Iomade does good, you do well. I'm glad to see it's actually evil. <laughs> what? what? What's the normal talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure. She hated that witch lady in the yeah. woods. She was not happy with Hattie, guys. Not happy with Hattie. Yeah, we talked. We went there to talk about something important that I, I fucking can't remember for the life of me. I'm pretty sure we were just asking about like either the Whispering Reeds or stuff with Doriana. Like, what did she know about the like conception of the mayor's daughter? That's what it was. Yes, it was. Oh, it was. It was and the, the fact that that's what and the ruby. We, that's okay. I was just that, gonna say it was the ruby and it was the um that the mayor's wife didn't remember about the uh, the birth of Doriana, but Hattie was there, so we were asking about that. You know why the wife doesn't remember? Because she's dead. Yeah. That didn't actually get answered, did it? That didn't get answered, but we did ask about the ruby. That was one of the main things. Okay. But did that <clears throat> no, get answered? It did, it did, it did? get okay. answered. The question did get answered, because you were asking about, like, what was happening, and I don't remember if it was Vandy or, or Osif that um, cleared the air, but it became apparent no, it was Osif. Osif told us that Hattie um, mm. wanted to take the girl for seven years when she turned uh, seven years old. Yep. And she's six and a half right now. Yes, that's what it is. Right. Yeah, so we went to talk about the... We, yeah, Osif told us that. So we went to talk about the ruby. Um, and then we mentioned Hattie and she's like, God, I hate mm-hmm. that cunt. Yeah, exactly. So we told you all of that that we just talked about and that's what happened with us. So we might want to ask Hattie what her beef is. Indeed, yes. Um, what time is it right now, by the way, Trevor? Well, it's about 8.52 p.m. All right. Central Standard. No, uh, I would say that's probably early afternoon at the latest. I think probably closer to about noon. Yeah, because we, all we did so far is go talk to Osif. Right, so noon at the latest. Okay. About lunchtime. Uh, if we wanted to, we could walk out to uh, Hattie's shack and uh, talk to her, then make our way to the gauntlet. Because we haven't been there for a while. Uh, I, uh, I don't necessarily think we should maybe bring the book back to the gauntlet with us. But if you all agree. No, why not? That I just, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, that's probably best. Jake. But is it a good idea to leave it alone? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I was worried about. I was yeah. like, mm, there's other people that are already looking for this book. We could give it yeah. to my wife. She never leaks any secrets she and i trust her wow, <laughs> it sounds like you want your pc's wife to die <laughs> i'm just saying we know none of you know anybody in town or trust anybody in town i trust my wife you know what? that's a good point we have to leave it with someone trevor would never kill so i vote we go find <laughs> dilly <laughs> right yes <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility dilly <laughs> well, yeah, but <Dima. laughs> he, starts re- he starts reading in just <laughs> yeah. he starts levitating the with unknown power and he becomes the new scion he becomes super Sagan, uh, Saiyan, uh shaggy. super Sagan, you yeah. got it super Sagan shaggy uh. super Sega cd see how nobody laughed 
Wow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Show's over. You all suck. Uh, uh, we did I it, guys. We, we abominated this it. vault. <laughs> you know who we could leave it with is um, who was the girl that we asked the t- about the telescope? It was Tovin's friend. Oh, the woman. We still haven't told her. We haven't even told her about Rin. 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 We haven't told Rin about Tovin. We could be like, like, hey, it's, like you see her in the, it's like you see her in the market and you just kind of look away like, oh, God, there she is. There she is. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Don't I've never met enough. her. So I, yeah. let's go to Rin's. We're going to keep it that way. Do we trust We're not Rin going to talk to, to Rin. Yeah, right. I don't know if we trust her enough to drop the book off at her. Wash, Rin's, repeat. See, nobody laughed at that one either. Yeah. <laughs> See, every time you make a joke like that, my goal is to make you own it. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know who else we would trust. Uh, I vote Billiam's wife. I vote, because... I vote my wife too. Cause... That is not a bad idea, actually. It'd be pretty funny. Like, if nothing else, it would be funny. Yeah. I can't wait for this role play later. <laughs> What's this book, Bill? Well, golly. Come back and the kids have drawn all over it in crayons. Yeah, right. It's already canon that she is a she is a southern accent. So wait, it is? Like, Did yeah. we do that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Todd Todd. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. RP her as a southern accent. That's I'll right. Call Todd and be like, hey, let's do a quick recording. <laughs> hey, can we can we get you for like a half hour? Yeah, right. <laughs> To just RP me. Just a half hour. Yeah. We miss you, Todd. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I say we give it to Yvette. I think that's the best. I think that's the safest. And Trevor won't kill so, her. So you're really going to give it to somebody that has no way to properly defend themselves against somebody. But if nobody coming. knows. Whoa, if, whoa, well, whoa. If nobody, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. are you trying to like tell this woman? This powerful I'm woman, what she can and cannot the, do. Are you trying to that say somebody that Billy's wife block. is not a hundred percent certified bad bitch? <laughs> I'm saying that if you don't give me a stat block with anything, she's a level zero commoner. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, that's she more is, shit. You know, she's it. a shield maiden. No, she. But also, you just got done telling us that nobody knows we have this book, and there's no way for Nimble off to find out where this book is. So if that's true, then. I, I, and seemingly there's no issue with it. But if that's I, not true, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't put my wife in danger. But if this I is just like I a, just Trevor, the slander against <laughs> Mrs. Thwump here is yeah, absolutely yeah, right? ridiculous. Also, have you met Yvette? She's a she's a beast. Yeah. Okay. Out of character, I think it would be best if we keep it with us. Um, but if we have to give it to anybody, I do think Yvette would be best. Okay. So here's something that I think about that. Right. I think it's terrible. I think that's a really bad idea. And I'll tell you why. Which one? To leave it with us or to give it to her? No, to bring the book with us because I know for a fact that unless we're like, all right, we put it into a bag and then wrap it in in lead tape so you can't see it with any kind of magic or else Trevor's going to be like, in the grape night walks around the corner and he notices a book-shaped bulge in your pocket. Yeah. Is that the wish? Like, is that, is that, that the whispering reason? Are you just happy to see me? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, obviously, we don't want to bring it back to the gauntlet. I think that's the worst. I agree with Jake. That's the worst plan. But but it we has just so got much it out of there. Yeah, that you can use against incorporeal undead. Or All right. Okay. So like, pull back. Let, let, let's let's pull back the veil, right? Because there's really only one person in the party that can use a magic item effectively, and that's me. And I'll let you know right now, I'm not fucking touching that thing <laughs> because the chance for it to cause stupefy. If you know anything about psychic, means I'm literally fucking useless because I can't use psych like uh, uh any of my abilities if I'm stupefied. <sighs> yeah, but I, I, I can't refocus. I can't use. That is true. Can't refocus. Okay, well, I'm, 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 
you can't amp anything or go into your psych amp state if you're stupefied. Ooh, because when you use that ability, it actually adds stupefy. That's the that's the mechanic right, that keeps yeah. you from doing it constantly. Well, no, that's that keeps you from going into. Yeah, exactly. And the, so so what you're saying is that if I do get stupefied, is that I cannot use the strongest action ability of my character that effectively mm-hmm. actually makes me different from a wizard, because at that point, I'm just a shittier wizard. I can't amp any of my side cantrips. Exactly. Yeah. Eat a dick. I'm not using the book. <laughs> we should. I, and I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pitch a fit if we take it back. Well, to no, the that's the, gonna, there's yeah. only I, one I'm, I'm thing in there. The, the the book is in your inventory now, Sola. So you can look at it. Yeah. Um, okay. There's only one thing in there that's cast a spell. Everything else is just a command and interact action. Everything else. There's only one thing that's cast a spell. So anybody could use it. Yeah, the power is already going to my head. I want to bring it I with was, me. I was just so. going to say we're getting a golem here. Is what's happening? Is oh Solus has the book. We're going to lose him. Solus oh, has is, the book, and he doesn't want to give it up. Trevor, That's write a is. note about this, and then steadily move his alignment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Every time he mentions wanting to bring the book. Every time you mention, every time you fail a wisdom save, if you fail it three times, we're moving your alignment down one tick. You're going also to at the neutral. end of the day. You have the book, and you get to make the choice. So if you, I mean. You have to persuade us, I guess. But I'll you try the and Arbor and kill yeah, myself. You, you will, you can. <laughs> you can make the choice to go. Guys, we're going, and I'm bringing it with you. So, it's it's your book at this point. It'd be like that VR headset <laughs> that kills you for real. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Wild. It did too. That's banana. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, some guy invented a VR headset that is, and I quote: "If you die in the video game, you die for real." It's the guy who invented. The, the Oculus, he then sold it to Facebook, and then he's since he sold it, he's been working on this one. Why? What the fuck? Black <laughs> Mirror bullshit. It. Yeah, Holy don't know Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the stakes, the stakes are just, it makes it more fun because the stakes are raised. It's like, yeah, to death, that's that's what? not fun. Yeah, okay. Cool. There any, there's, he's right, though. He's yeah. right. There literally are not higher stakes. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, I there's fucking no failed cooking mama, and now my head's gonna explode. <laughs> Sounds great. It's like that, that suicide helmet with like the eight shotgun barrels in yep. it. Yeah, anytime somebody thinks about Half-Life 3 while wearing it, while wearing the Index <laughs> 2, just gets murdered. It's like that picture of the giraffe where it's like, I'm a psyker, observe. <laughs> okay, sorry, that got way weird. <sighs> Are we going to get back to the gauntlet in five episodes? No. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we we're three anything. episodes out from being in the gauntlet. Yosef yeah. kicked it, and they're like, we ain't going back. I mean, last yeah. time we went, somebody died. Actually, I think we're gonna go, like, do a bunch of Hattie, like, side quests. Instead of I think we should go to the gauntlet before gauntlet. we go to ha- before we go to Hattie. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, have, you, can, you can bring your, your fucking creepy book. Just well, don't tell me about it. While I while I would rather keep it with me, I, I respect all of your wills. So I will give it to Yvette or whomever you believe would be best. Boo, Ooh. what a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Solus. Does the book have any corrupting influence? I don't know. He's holding on to it extra tight. I know, but seemingly. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm not able to let it go. I, Solus, <laughs> give me the book. Yeah, no, Punch well, him. I think it's best if I keep... <laughs> From my perspective, the barbarian is evil. So what if I keep it? It's mine! <laughs> I cannot impress upon you enough how important it is that she not read this. Not one word. She can't read. You're good. Okay. Oh, okay, and I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? What? Are you trying to say that literacy is a standard of virtue for how good a person is, Trevor? Wow. Wow. You should just shut yeah. the fuck you up. You know why you Trevor is? Because she was raising right her kids and fighting wars, okay? That's why literally, she just didn't have a- <laughs> Literally. Homesteading, mur- like cooking meals, murdering monsters, <laughs> betting this barbarian. Betting Jesus this barbarian. I love the alliteration fucking here. respect on Yvette, Trevor. I am so sick of this Yvette disrespect. <laughs> you know what? That's it. Yvette's in- going to die. <laughs> Bill will leave this campaign if Yvette dies. I was going to say, getting your brains fucked out is an expression for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that Seinfeld episode. Oh, <laughs> Turns out, as bored you, you are the ass man of Otari. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that giant mouth on his stomach. <laughs> Who knows where that's been? Oh, yeah, right? Double the pleasure. Um, <laughs> he was into right. it when Kelvin gonna... shoved his hand in it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Bill is going to take the book from Solus and uh, and is our plan to go straight to the gauntlet, or are we... St- are we... Doing it because I was going to say I can meet you on the walk to the gauntlet unless we're going somewhere else. Let's go to the gauntlet. Okay. It's time into the thick of it. Um, into the thick of it. So Bill, I guess everybody's walking, and Bill goes <laughs> home and explain the importance of this book to Yvette and tell her to keep it somewhere safe and out of sight. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it Top secret. shelf keep it away safe. from the children. Yeah. Yes. No children. No. I think it's uh, actually nothing. funnier if like Zazu and your son can actually read. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and. Uh, and then Bill will Mommy, what's double time darkness? <laughs> our house, I come home, our house is on fire. What? Um, it's for the I cake must- and yellow, Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> I must free us from our pr- imprisonment of flash. <laughs> Why are Billiam's kids Ralph Wickham? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm in danger. <laughs> Because Billiam is Chief Wiggum, that's why. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm trying. Hey, I haven't gained any weight. I can't be Chief Wiggum. I'm fucking an anorexic Chief Wiggum. Bake him away, toys. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about your police work there, Osif. <laughs> Thanks, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> All right, Bill drops it off and then meets up. I'm sorry, I want to go on another tangent, but I've been playing casual Dota for the last several months, and I keep queuing against a guy whose name is Super Nintendo Chalmers. (laughs) (laughs) Like three different times in the last two months. (laughs) Continue. All right, so off to the gauntlet. William's kids are going to do finger painting in the Whispering Reeds while you're gone. (laughs) I mean, whatever. Fuck that Uh, book. Yeah, right? I was hoping they're going to become major villains that that reappear in book three. (laughs) <laughs> seriously they turn into the hobgoblin gods bork and gork that would be great for us to just add the orc gods into but as billions children to me as billions <laughs> children all right somebody write that down i'm gonna get to it later all right <laughs> wah mr billiam <laughs> all right so are you guys gonna just diddy bop right back on down to where you were in that in that big uh room with the smashed cases yeah bebop or and scat your, to the scene of my well, death plan yeah sure uh i think we may as well yeah sure there is a fair amount of this place that you have not seen on this floor there's a fair amount of this floor that has not been viewed yeah i had one i had one question before we before we just uh zip zop and bat back there um on the way down do we see any teleportation circles that would match the one we found. Not match. Well, you don't really know until you start activating things what matches. You don't really have a way of knowing. 
Though there okay. is a teleportation <laughs> circle um, upstairs. So there is one on the second basement of the gauntlet that would transport you to the teleportation circle. All of the ones that would be adjacent to that big reading room that has the, the ribbon of negative energy in it. There is a teleportation circle adjacent to that. And that teleportation circle links to the one upstairs. In fact, you could probably surmise that all of those link together in some way. But this one that you found that was recently activated, you don't really know. Okay, I just wasn't sure if we were going to pass one on the way and see what's up with it, but sounds good. So yes, you could attempt to activate the, the portals as you go down. If you wanted to, you could go to the second floor and try to activate the portal and then try to activate the portal on the third. But it's a ritual and it takes some time. Yeah, no, I, I take a mental note of where they are and go, that's for later. It's more important the deeper you get because getting out and in is going to take time, you know? Right. Also, if you guys didn't rest for the night, make sure you do that because I didn't do that before we came here. I think you can all heal up too. So, Billiam, you should be able to heal up because oh. you've been all the way. out of the gauntlet for, yeah. Like they did, yeah. we yelled at heal checks and stuff after everything was done. So I'm not concerned. Okay. So I placed you guys back in the uh, room that had the damaged uh, bookcases. I will say there are several places in the vaults that you have not been yet. Um, there is the northwestern corner of this floor and the southeastern corner of this floor and the southwestern corner of this floor. You have not visited yet there's quite a bit that you have not seen uh from this room there is a doorway directly to the east that was the one that the grave knight walked through and you were able to determine i believe that it was down some stairs in there and then there is a second door that has not been opened on the south eastern portion of this room that goes south yeah let's check out that door yeah we as morgan and i will with the other grave knight went that way, so we can check that one later. Now, Cecil, I I hesitate to ask, but would you happen to have keen ears? Um, actually, let me check my perception. Uh, no. <laughs> as a as a psychic. Ooh. Oh yeah, no. My perception is uh, plus five. Oh, mine's plus seven. I guess I go. Open it. Is anyone's better than plus seven? So uh, I would be like, oh, no, I'm a six. No. I have a plus eight. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Cecil's, what'd you say? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll uh, give uh, listening at the door a try. That is a natural one. Silent as the grave. (laughs) Solus gives the all clear and in we go. (laughs) Yep, I believe there's nothing on the other side. I'm just going to open the door. (laughs) Solus walks up and sniffs it. He's like, there's nothing in there, guys. (laughs) Okay, open the door. Okay. You... Open the door. The room you look into is lined with tables divided up into several narrow, uh, narrow, like corrals, uh, with some old wooden chairs pushed up against them. Uh, on those desks, there's old stacks of paper, tattered books, um, and dry ink wells and 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 quills. And to the south, there's a skeleton dressed in a shiny-looking chain shirt slumped on the floor, clutching something desperately in their bony hands. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Well, before I reach out and touch the skeleton, I'd like to take a close... Oh, shit. I'd like to take a... Oh, hello there. As you begin to walk into the room, a spirit materializes through a wall, through the western... Paladin, look out, there is a specter. Over here, I'm sorry, through the eastern wall over here and moves down to the south end of the room and starts chiding you. Oh, yes, finally the new scribes are here. Why did it take you so long? Get to work, get to work. All of those need to be transcribed. Lady Belcourt demands it. And Azrene, Azrene has special requests. Those also need to be transcribed. We need them within a fortnight. This is not optional. It must be completed on time. So get done now, and perhaps you will survive the month. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. And I'd like to uh, look to the right, and um, the, the, the desk I'm standing next to has some parchment on it. Can I uh, take a closer look? Like, is there any writing on it? Uh, it just looks like a transcribed book. There's nothing okay. special about it. It's, it's pretty mundane. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an old book, and it's got some esoteric, interesting knowledge about the undead and whatnot, but it's something that you would already know. It's fairly prosaic knowledge. Okay. Yes, it looks like something's being transcribed. You could probably surmise that the book that's also there is what it was transcribed yeah. from, but the book is sure. very brittle. If you start messing with it, it may become damaged. It's been out in the elements, so to speak. Um, and not tucked up away. <clears throat> it's been open on its spine. The spine's broken. It's just not great. Let me get a perception check from anybody that saw this ghost materialize in the room. I mean, we're all sitting in a straight line. I think yeah. we all can see it. All right. All right. Give me a perception. Roll. Ooh, nice. I got a, uh, a 12. <laughs> That's what I got. Nice. Four, well, I got a 12. Sorry, I got a 12, 4, and 19. I, I As you well, no, see I, that you could okay. surmise that this area um, hides a secret door. <gasps> and oh, she, she just walked out. It looks like she manipulates something in the wall and she walks through it. And you're alone again. In this I miss Yosef so much. Hmm. Guys, there's obviously a door here. I could probably push it down because of my big muscles. God, you're so swole, Billiam. <laughs> And I want to push it down. Or can I like feel on the wall to see if there's, is it just like being blocked or do I need I some contraption that I would need to? You think you may be trying, you may be, um, sorry. You think that there is a door there. However, as you begin to uh, try to figure it out, the spirit shows up again and comes in and goes back to where she was and starts rifling, or at least she would if she were corporeal through books. Why haven't you started yet? You have a job to do, and I expect you to do it immediately. Now sit. Get your work done. You have to have at least 50 pages transcribed before the evening meal, or you will receive lashes. Get to work. Oh, I will sit down at the desk here with these pages. Yeah, I'm going and start to looking I'm, through I'm them. also going to sit yep. down at the desk. After sitting down, getting to work. Can I find a pen? Uh, pa- hey, excuse me, lady. Do you have a pen? There are quills everywhere. Find a quill. Get to work. Yes, your highness. And she begins to go back to the section of wall again and discorporates through it. Billy, I'm still the thing in the skeleton's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill, Bill, I I wanted to go. She was standing there. So I'm going to go up to this parchment paper and I'm going to sit down and like, I'm going to sit down at the desk and like reach (laughs) reach. my, reach my hand over like this. 
And try it's to like grab a, the thing off it's like the kid trying to like grab a drink out of his backpack. <laughs> exactly, in the middle of the test. just reaching for it like around the desk on the left. Um, okay, so, so you're texting in class. The thing <laughs> clutching in this thing's hands, you're going to pry it out of the skeleton's hands. Yes, it's fairly large. It's flat. It looks like a picture frame. As you reach out, it's pressed up against the body of the skeleton, almost like she's holding it to her heart. She. And you pull it away, and you see this portrait as as in Ray of a very as in Ray attractive drow. Yep, he is pretty hot. Oh, this bitch loved him. There is also a very nice looking chain shirt on this thing. (gasps) Cries and rat tears. Yeah, thrill. (laughs) White gold, like stronger than a breastplate, worth more than the entire shire. You gonna take it? Yeah. I'm, t- I'm I'm robbing this thing blind. Are you gonna give me give me a perception check while you're grabbing the stuff off of it? Thirteen for a twenty. You also find a tiny iron key, um, <gasps> kind of under it, like it was sitting on top of this key. So oh, you it was have his a, asshole. You now have a chain. It was in the prison wallet. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have a chain. <laughs> yeah, right, a tiny iron key, a portrait, and solace as you're sitting there. I'm trying to look busy, I imagine. Mm-hmm. You start to notice some of these looks. Yeah. And they look kind of familiar. The one that looks like it was being transcribed from was Grave Feasts. If you move the book, you see there's another one of it. It says Secrets of the Skull. No. And a third book is what the worm knows. Okay. These books probably mean something, but to me, I know nothing. Uh, okay, could you repeat those names? I'm writing them down. What the worm knows. Okay, that's W-O-R-M? Yes. Okay. Grave feasts and secrets of the skull. These all sounds like ghoul cookbooks to me. <laughs> Why do I recognize them? You should have a small piece of paper. One of you do. Perhaps it was Yosef that had it. Oh, the list of the books that are supposed to be transcribed. Exactly. Here a point. Ah, uh, okay. Damn. That took a while to pay off. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> and this thing reincorporates through the wall as Billiam's rifling through the things on the corpse. What are you doing? How dare you hold the picture of my love? Put it down before you it destroy her. it. Oh, uh, put it down. Uh, put it down. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm my bad. And I, I'll put it down. I'll put it down on the desk in front of me, and then pick up the paper, and that's in front of me, and start. I, I feel like I'm reading it like um, how Kel from Keenan and Kel uh, reads. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know some of these words. I, these are. I can't do anything <laughs> with this. I don't know how to read, but I'm pretending. And she comes over to you, and she has like a small cane, and she comes over to you, and she attempts to strike your back. Right. Or try, you know, kind of like hit you with a cudgel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it passes through you harmlessly. (gasps) Cool. And she begins to make a realization. Oh, no. That she's no longer alive. That's so sad. That she's incorporeal. That she's been living an unlife on repeat for 500 years. Now, how would she know it's been 500 years? Come on. And she begins to wail for a very long time. (laughs) A wail of despair and hopelessness and sadness. 
And she tries to clutch at the portrait that you dropped on the ground. And she can't. She can't hold it. She can't hold it. She says, my love, are you gone? Are we all gone? What are we meant to do? Just suffer? Why are we here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, on the bright side, he's probably dead too, so you could go find him. And you hear the scream, and I need everybody to give me a will save before rolling for initiative. Damn it. You can't say Billiam. Someone said (laughs) Billiam. Billiam didn't do shit. You all told me to loot this fucking body. No. Fuck yes. My will is terrible, but I rolled good. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Eh. Okay, not great. So since I uh, decided to make a character that has uh, that relies on good wisdom, but then went charisma and then dumped a bunch of my stats because funny, uh, we'll save actually all of my saves. Not great. Um, character fun so far. Saves not great. Uh, <laughs> that's a will save, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's so... supposed to be my good save. And it's actually too lower than my reflex. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm an expert in will saves with a plus seven. I want to start with oh, Billiam. <laughs> yeah. What'd you get, Billiam? What's your will save? I luckily rolled a 17 for a 24. <sighs> you are slowed one. Oh, no. For the first round of combat as you're overcome. What does that mean? With sadness. It means you only get Aww. two actions, not three. <gasps> Bitch. I officially hate her. Cecil. Just now. I. Uh, got an 11 because I rolled a four. You are slowed two. All right. For a round. So you only get one action your first round. As more. Oh, cool. I rolled an 11 for a total of 17. You are slowed one. And Solas. I also got a 17. You are slowed one. So let's get some initiative, buds. Ooh, that's Maybe. a cool die. Um, before the combat starts, can I feel <gasps> the slowness and look at this girl and go, bitch, and smash her picture frame? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> make her more mad. Just make eye contact, punch it. Yeah, I right. rolled a natural 20. For a... 25. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good, good. Solus. 16 for a 24. Fuck you. Also very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It helps when your stats don't stop. As Mordrin. 14 for a 20. That's what I got. I got, well, I got a 14 for a 21. Billiam is a 14 for a 21. Okie dokie. Okie dokie then. So, in her first action as combat begins, as she's wailing on, she probably should have actually started a space closer to Billiam since I said that she was trying to wail on him with an incorporeal mm-hmm. cane. We'll let you move so, for free. It's whatever. No, shut up. Oh, hmm. uh, you, you'll do exactly what I say you do because I'm God. Oh, God. It's gotten to him. And he realizes, <laughs> she realizes that this cudgel isn't working as she cries and she's crying and there's these ghostly tears coming off of her face. And as they drip off of her face, they disappear into nothingness as they lose contact with her. And she begins to scream, Look, are you gone too? My love, they took everything from me. Time makes fools of us all. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. And she realizes what she is like, maybe the knowledge that I've gained from my life will help me in the after and she reaches out with her bare hand 
to strike you or to reach into you, Billiam. And that's going to be a 36 to hit. <laughs> yes, that is a oh, hit. Is that, a, that crit? Is a crit? Yes. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, I, right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> have the thing up that like just gives me all of your stuff at a glance. That's 38 oh, points right. of damage. Yeah. Oh. Uh, old Billiam from this ghostly hand. Ow. For her second action, she is going to uh, scream at you. They took everything from me. I will take everything from you. As she tries to intimidate you. 10 plus. That's going to be 10 plus one? your will. Will. Um, it's going to be a 21 against your will DC. Yes, sir. All right. So you're a fared. So you're frightened mm-hmm. one. Let me hold on. There we go. I've been removed from the combat tracker. Right. <laughs> what was. Do we remember? 21. You had a 21 away, Billy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry, I right clicked the wrong thing in the tracker. And for her final uh, action, she is going to attack you one more time with this hand and almost try to grab you and shake you. Uh, that was a lot better for you because I, I rolled really crap. That's a 16 to hit. That is not a hit. All right. That is the first round of combat over. Cecil. It is not the first round over. Yeah. I'm sorry. Her first action, whatever. Shut up. That's the end of her first round. Man, I'm not on the ball tonight, am I, guys? Failure. No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? I'm just worthless. The trash boy. Cecil, the diesel. <laughs> You're up. You have one action. <laughs> yeah. What did you call me, by the way? Cecil, Cecil the diesel. The diesel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One action's rough for a spellcaster. Sure it is, really buddy. Is. <laughs> it sure is, isn't it? I actually look like, and even the thing that I wanted to do to try to help Billiam, like I can't do because I would have. I need to be in my amp state, and I can't even be in my amp state until I cast a spell. Oh, uh, which I can't do. Uh, do you even have actually, like message or anything. I have shield. There you go. There you go. Bam. There we go. And that is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All righty. Solus slowed one. What do you do? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just draw my sword and my shield. All right. That's your two actions. Well, actually, actually, no. I'm going to draw my sword, and I'd like to do a knowledge check on this thing. Perfect. I'm going to give you a plus two on it because of your Nimbleoth lore. Oh, epic. Okay. And you can use... Um, uh, you have undead and you have religion, right? Uh, yep, I do. Let's do the undead lore. So this is going to be a plus eight total. Do you? Natural 20. Holy shit. No way. Oh, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, Micah. Jesus. I've had a 20, a one, and another 20. <laughs> what Sumerian God did you right? sacrifice a goat for today? <laughs> okay, so think you know how to lay this ghost to rest permanently. This ghost is sight-bound to this room. Cannot leave this room, but that means even if you destroy it, it will return unless you lay it to rest. Much like the book repair individual in the other room, the other ghost that you fought on this floor. Oh, so we light her on fire. We have, we, we have to burn the room. <laughs> no, you, okay. no you, have to have, you have to figure out how to put her to rest. And you think okay. that separating her from her Feelings of, uh, sorry, hold on. You need to stop her from pining for her lost love. 
You need to allow her to move on from this connection to Volok. You have to convince her that she needs to move on. That's the only way that you can successfully put her to rest. Uh, you will realize that you will have to use diplomacy to do so. Look, we've all been through breakups before. I know it's difficult, but there are plenty this, of ghostly fish in the ghostly sea. action that you're going to have to use on this thing. And you yeah. can yeah. tell everybody that they have to convince her and use a diplomacy check, and it's going to be a one-action check to do so. Okay. Okay. Her heart pines for our unrequited love. We have to convince her that it's fruitless. How the hell do you know that? Everything else we've run across, <laughs> we just attack it. Like, the little flying light guy was reading a book and we smashed his fucking face into the ground. But she goes, you're like, oh, she lost her love. Everyone help her. Is this how every combat in here goes? <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Ow. Oh, you were bleeding. Yeah, very much so. All right, that's the end of Solus's turn. Billiam, <laughs> Bill having Bill taken a like, sick, nasty hit, you only have yeah. two actions that you can take because you are slowed one. Yeah. That's Bill right, one of them should she, be diplomacy. Oh, yeah, I have it. luckily I'm trained in diplomacy. But Bill, Bill hearing that she needs to forget about her last self, Bill's like, I can fucking do that. Whoop, let's do oh. this, and I have diplomacy the fuck out of her. <laughs> Diplomacy the pants right off this I want you to RP panties right off of her. Before you roll it. Okay. So, so she's way, she's hurting me often. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Look, I'm a married man. And Bill holds up the, the, punch, the, punch, the, punch, yeah, punch, the small punch. piece of, the small piece of, uh, whatever it is that's wrapped around Bill's wedding ring finger. And he goes, I'm a married man. I'm a married man. I understand where you're coming from, but, but he's a nobody. Look at that picture. You. You're the hottest ghost I've seen in this entire place. <laughs> and I'm just, even just looking at his picture. Also, is his name? Um, you can really raise his name the dead, Ashmo? baby. A- is his name Azenray? That's just this guy, right? That's his name? More like Azra Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is his. No, 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 no. Is, is his name Azenray? <laughs> is, is his name Azenray? That's my love. <laughs> she can, I need Fuck. her to. That's you. Okay. Just so you know. We were at a different part of the gauntlet, and there was another ghost with his her, with his name all over, all in her mouth. So he, maybe he wasn't the most faithful <laughs> as well. What? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a minus two on this one. No, because we were at the no. we There was a fucking. Uh, no, just roll. The little, I'm the, not giving you a bonus on that. Okay. His the, name, the, what was her name? His name was in her Twa- mouth. The fuck. <laughs> Tiny t- fucking Tinkerbell or whatever the little thing's name was. Tinkletop? Tinkletop, yeah. I'm not lying. say shit about Azenray. Yes, yes, yes. Azenray was their master. The doll said Azenray. Oh, that's who it was. My bad, my bad, my bad. You're thinking of a... I'm thinking of Gorbo or something, whatever his name was. Yes, Gorbo, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I messed it up. But she doesn't know that. goblin For all she knows, he's a man-ho. All right, this Some is my Manther. diplomacy check. Out. Yeah, it's a it's a plus six. Um, plus six. <sighs> not great. It's an eleven for a seventeen. That is not gonna do it, unfortunately. I am gonna you use a hero extra point. dead in this next round. Yeah, I'm gonna use a hero point. Yep, I'm gonna use a hero point. Go do for it. it. I'm gonna use this my different dice because that one failed me, and now this one's gonna be way better. And I totally yeah, works, feel yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is exactly how it works, Jake. Everyone knows it that. did do better. Not great. It was a fifteen for a twenty-two. 
Hey! You succeed at convincing her. <laughs> However, this only allows you to lay her to rest. You still must defeat. However, she looks okay. listless and rageful. She's unfocused, and she will be slowed for a duration of time. And if you are able to defeat her for this dura- within this duration of time, she will be put to rest permanently. Okay. You still have one I action. I love this. Yeah, I do. And I'm... <laughs> so not puncher. I, I would say I don't, I don't want to pull my weapon out yet because I'd rather get a hit in. On arm strike, baby. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to do an unarm strike against Or her. you just pull your weapon and have it ready for next round. I'm not. <sighs> I, I'm going to unarm strike because next round I can pull it out and then attack twice. That's right. Punch um, the incorporeal punch, lady. I know. I feel like With your non-magical fist. Yeah. I feel like this is that's not going to work. But neither is my weapon. My melee. Oh, no. My, my melee it's weapon. Magical. Plus one. It is magical. It is magical. More damage. Uh, yeah. I'll yeah. pull out Halandra. That, that, that's going to be way, make way more sense. I will pull out Halandra and... Um, I would argue... Raymond, that would actually make more sense for Billiam to panic and, and strike out at this creature with his yeah. hands. And be like, All right, <laughs> just punch. Um, right, punch. But Bill, Bill has fought, but Bill has fought ghosts before, and knowing right. n- n- without right. without using the the Halandra, uh, so I I would pull Halandra out and uh, pull it out and wink. And I'm, I'm gonna pull out Halandra and wink at uh, at the ghost after convincing her that he ain't shit. I didn't know that you could make a specter <laughs> uncomfortable, but I think you did. <laughs> uncomfortable. You're going to have my oh, name Which in one your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. Bill's a charmer. <laughs> we have to get the horny police in on tonight's recording. <laughs> no, in my turn. Bonk. Bonk. Yep. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As Marjorie, you are up. You are slowed. One. And after this round is over, everybody's slowed condition disappears. As oh, Morgan, yeah. because he's slowed, looks around the room in bewilderment and goes, <laughs> What the hell are we doing? Am I supposed to talk to this lady? Am I supposed to What's what? <laughs> so let's talk to her. I tried to fuck her. Just attack her now. We're good. Oh, thank goodness. I will throw a ghost charge at her. Throw some acid in this bitch's face. Right. Fuck yeah. Ooh, 18 on the die for 28. Nice. That's definitely a hit. Tell me about Ghost Charge. What is that? It is specifically for uncorporeal creatures. Or incorporeal nice. creatures, if we want no, to No, I be like specific. your word better. Yeah, uncorporeal. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it is just 2d8 positive damage to, or technically 3 splash damage, because it uses my intelligence right now. Perfect. Nice. So is, it is, a, all is the splash positive. also positive? Okay. Yes. Yeah, everything about it's positive, so it doesn't hurt you guys at all. And that is a 5, 7... 13, 16 damage. Nice. Good job. Now it doesn't all do anything positive. extra, but uh, it does all go Excellent. through. And I guess I will try to intimidate her now that I have well, harmed her with this. You didn't oh. need an action to pull the bomb? No, I have bomber. I get to oh, okay, throw as right. a. Yeah, I can draw and throw as the same action if it's a bomb. Oh, yes. So I will go ahead and try to intimidate her. Probably won't work, but what the heck? Ooh, natural one for a total of eight. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) She flips you off and rolls her eyes. As Morgan's like, get your name in my mouth. How did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you a hero point for that. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, take a hero point, guys. <laughs> no, <I didn't>. Yay! <laughs> for for my common or his? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Stack All right, that's up, the baby. end of that first round. Uh, Billiam, you're frightened, is gone. And everybody's slowed condition is gone. But this thing really is angry at you, Billiam. And even though it is slowed one, it's going to reach out to, uh, to strike you again. <gasps> I might so here up. comes a little touchy-touchy. I might That's die. a 35 to hit. Yep, Holy shit! <laughs> it's another crit? Yes. What are you... Ro- no, don't answer Beautiful. That. That's another 36 points of damage. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you're not going dead. to use... Re- you're just I'm going to use... Retri- you're going to use... You're going to use... Okay. Yeah, retributive strike. Uh, so reduce that damage by six. Is that going to keep you up? Yeah, I'm alive. All uh, right. Oh, wow. I wait. How much and did you do? 36 damage to me? Yes. So it's only going to do 30. Okay. So wait, actually the resistance... Four. Does resistance happen before the doubled? I can never remember, I Christian. Don't. Yeah, no, no it would it after the double. double. It would it would go after, after the okay, double. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Okay. And is this a retributive strike against an undead? It is a is retributive strike an undead? against so, yeah, an undead. Sure yeah. seems right. like it. So I think the ghost is undead. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Rolling. Rolling in foundry. Uh, All right. Nine for a twenty. Does that add your bonus? To do you have a bonus to hit undead, or is it just damage? It's just damage. That's a mess. Damn it. Okay. Well, at least you kept old Billy Boy up, at least barely. Thanks. But this thing's Billy mad at you boy. now, and it's going to come out and it's going to try to smack at you. Do it, do it. That's only an eighteen to hit. That is a miss. All right, that's the end of its turn because it is out of actions, being slowed. Cecil took me away. I almost called you Solus. Cecil, our null friend, your first maybe. Uh, a damaging action in combat. Wow so, us. Wow so what's us with happen? the psychic. Shut the fuck up and I will. No, don't kill me with the shit. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, so what's going to happen is, uh, is Cecil sitting in the corner there watching his friend get beaten to death in the corner. Uh, and I say, you see, I mean, we say friends, I've known you for like a handful of hours, but mm-hmm. it was already long enough <laughs> to know <laughs> that me and Billiam are going to be friends as long as we're both alive. And I cannot have a friend if you die. So, <laughs> so as a reaction, uh, upon seeing this and being emotionally driven at the sight of your pain, um, Cecil enters a, uh, an amp state. He uh, uses a reaction to unleash Psyche. The a only reaction? prerequisites of this, yes. Okay, I believe, so or is that, no, that's an interact, no, I think, an, actually. It's an interact action, yeah. I think it's an interact, okay. Uh, or free action. Uh, unleash it's a free Psyche action. is a free action, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I always forget what those mean. Uh, all right, but thankfully it tells me if I hover over it. So the only thing that I need to do to unleash Psyche is be in an encounter, cast a spell on my previous turn, and not be stupefied. I have done all of those things. So, I call upon the depths of my mind and let psychic power flood through me. My psyche remains unleashed for two rounds or until I fall unconscious, whichever comes first. I cannot voluntarily end this psyche being unleashed, and the following effects occur. I am constantly surrounded by visual manifestations of my psychic magic, and when I cast a damaging spell, I gain a status bonus to its damage equal to double the spell's level. This applies only to spells that don't have a duration and that you can cast using psychic spellcasting. 
and I can use any actions that have the psyche trait. All of these things are very good. So for free, I'm going to enter that amp state. Um, and the first thing that I would like to do uh, is I am going to use an action uh, to restore the mind. Uh, I unleash my unleash psyche gives you a closer connection to the emotions of your allies, letting you project reassurance and strength that replenishes their mind and body. Choose one of the two benefits to grant within one ally of 30 feet. Uh, the ally either gains a plus one status bonus, yada, yada, or the ally regains hit points equal to two plus double my level. So, uh, a billion, get 10 HP back. Bam. Yay. Nice. And then I'm going to look at this specter, and uh, since I get to decide what type of damage I'm going to do now, I am going to amp produce flame. All and right, I'm so that going uses to, a focus point? That does use a focus point. And because I have done this, since I have used uh, uh, my, uh, I'm going to amp produce flame, what that means now, basically, is... Um, that the damage increases by uh, a, a large amount. Um, so I go from doing D4s to D10s. Whew. Nice. So let me see how many uh, dice that'll be because I, for, I, mean, I don't play casters at all. I think it's only two. It's 2D10 because I'm third level, fourth level, but I only can cast third level spells. And it's a cantrip, so it automatically heightens. So that will be 2D4 plus one persistent fire damage. You still have to hit to, me with that, uh, right? Uh, actually, yeah. Do I have to? Yeah, like, this is how often. Yeah, I'm it should be spell attack roll. Okay, cool. God, I never play casters. Okay, this is a lot, guys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I I was beginning to think the psychic just bored you to death. <laughs> so I have a plus ten. I have a plus ten to try to hit this bitch. Let's roll. Uh, I got a fourteen for a twenty-four. Just missed it. Oh, oh you bitch! Oh my I'm god! So mad. All right, that's the end of my turn. Oh wait, hold on. That's only <laughs> you. Oh, produce flames two actions. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, and apparently right. a twenty-four isn't good enough to hit. Solus, you are up. I hate you. All right. Um, I'm going to draw my shield first off. I'm going to take a step to the east so that I'm on one side of the ghost, and I'm going to try to attack her. You're interposing yourself between Cecil and the ghost, just for the people at home. Great. That is correct. Okay, rolling to hit. Uh, that is a 16 for a 27. That's a hit. Okay. Then rolling for damage. It's 2d8 plus 4. Nice. Uh, 19 points of damage. Is, does that, is that damage typed <clears throat> in any specific way? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, magical. Just magical? Because it has a striking rune. Yeah. Okay, cool. But besides that, no. All right, so it's not positive or anything because of your like champion's oath or anything like that or your blade ally? Nope, that's only with uh, retributive strike. All right, so not all of it goes through, but it's a solid hit still. It feels like... Oh, wait, actually, actually, no, uh, there is a uh, blade ally, yeah, an additional 1d6. Excuse me. Okay, uh, roll that one. I know, but what type of damage is that? Additional 1d6. Uh, positive. Okay, so is that a component of this? This does not look like it's a... Nope, roll a 1d6. Natural one. Cool. All right. So that goes through without... Uh, modification. So uh, it could have been worse. You, you did some damage, but it feels like this, your weapon did kind of make purchase on it, but it still passed through a lot more easily than you think it should have. Even magical as it is. 
Babillium, you are up. You are you are there. You're not bleeding. It just feels like your life has been drained away by something. Oh yeah. You're exhausted. And you're breathing hard. <sighs> Slightly bolstered by your new friend, Cecil. What is it that you do? Yeah, Bill Bill is feeling it. And uh he was so close to death, and he knows that if he rages, he's gonna get just a little bit more. So Bill's gonna start raging. Um <laughs> Get those temporary hit points. I don't have to like drop it on my character, but it's yeah, not working. Just, so you, I'll take care of it. I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm taking it, and dropping it on him, but it no work. There we go. Thank you. Um, get myself a little bit more HP, and um, I have Halandra out. I see Solus attacking him. I'm just gonna come down with Halandra, sweep it right through its rib cage, and uh, hopefully I can do something. It's a 15 for a 26. That's a hit. Okay. Give me that damage. 2d10 plus 21 points of damage. 2d10 plus 6 plus 1d6. Again, this doesn't feel like it all goes through, but that's Mm -hmm. still a pretty solid hit. Now, uh, four of that is fire damage. I don't know if that matters. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and uh, and do it one more time. Fingers crossed. Do it, you won't. Nope, that's a natural two, four and eight. Nerd. And uh, yeah, and Bill is gonna hope that he doesn't die. You swing like my bookish paramour, nerd. <laughs> As Mordrin, you are <clears throat> all right. Another you have all that ghost charge. Special ghosty bounds. Man, Ooh, if only you 17. had a book that allowed you to directly damage. A ghosty thing. <laughs> yeah, we do. Maybe, yeah, Man. maybe I'll pull another natural twenty. We'll see. That was a seventeen to hit, Asmordern. Yep. Tw- well, no, that's... seventeen on the die, twenty-seven to hit. Oh Jesus! Okay, yeah, that's a hit. So that is eleven plus three, fourteen damage, positive. Nice, and that all goes righteous, righteous, righteous. All right, you got two more actions, Papa Bear. Hmm. I just called you Papa Bear. I have no idea why. I'm <laughs> leaving it in in my shame. Because I think it's making Solus uncomfortable. <laughs> Not Micah, Solus. Yeah. yeah. He, hears he hears God uh, scream. Yeah. Your turn, Papa Bear. <laughs> what was that? Iomide, protect I, me. Iomide? I, I the inheritor? <laughs> Iomide? Is that you? Oh. I, okay, hey, so I've only used one action, Solus. and I, I don't want to waste bombs on this thing with a horrible chance to hit. Um, hey, Iomide, are you there? It's me, a second, more powerful uh, god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to move over here and... Describe over here. Uh, I am taking a diagonal step to basically stand in right in front of the hallway that led us into this room between all of the desks and that, so... Excellent. And I'm just and I'm just going to end my turn here. I don't really have anything to do with my other actions. So, so you're running like a little bitch. And I'm just Beautiful. <laughs> Actually, I do. Oh, you know what? Oh. I do have one thing that I'm going to do. I am going to spend that action to give Muckwort two actions. And Muckwort is going to crawl across the room up onto Billiam. This normally means good things. Get up here, little guy. <laughs> We're going to play a little game of Muckatooey. <laughs> Actually, the last time you were attached to someone, yeah, he died horribly. So maybe this is a good idea. Oh, <laughs> righty. It is back to her turn. 
she sees this little thing scampering, and she does not like it one bit. And I think she's going to swat at this little thing that jumped up onto Don't you touch, Muckwort? That's rude. You're going to she's got a high a intelligence. She knows what's up. Oh, uh, no. She's got what a higher intelligence than anybody in this room, actually. <laughs> All right, so here comes a hit at old Muckety Muck. That's a 35. Oh I'm rolling my really, God. really well. Jesus. I'm you know, really, 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 really well. That hits my familiar. <laughs> okay, is that a crit? Oh, boy. It is a crit. Stop All asking right. that stupid yeah, right. fucking question. Yeah. Yeah. Over, I'm going I to smack the shit out of you the next time almost, I see you. Are you fucking kidding almost me? Almost minimum 36 damage. a crit? What the fuck? The highest <laughs> AC in our fucking party is 23, you He's mongoloid. real tiny. He's real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's definitely got a higher AC than the plate armor paladin. <laughs> <laughs> you mad, bro? I'm mad at you keep asking this question every day. <laughs> I did almost minimum damage, at least, so that's 22 points. Oh, gotcha. choke. <laughs> Poor little muckwort goes down. Oh, no. no. Muckwort down. And as it passes <clears throat> through muckwort and rips out some of its life, it passes into Billiam and attempts to hit. Let's see if I can keep the streak up. Uh, Let's see if I can knock him down. Is, yeah. this, a still, is this a first roll. attack? It's a second attack, so that's a 17. Okay, okay. That is a miss. Yeah, I rolled like dog shit. So, that's the end of her turn. We don't have to worry about that pesky familiar, though. <laughs> no wonder oh, Jake no. killed Neville. God damn. <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> Yep. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your shark. <laughs> Cecil. See if you can do something All useful. Right. Yeah, right. Well, I'm I'm mad and I'm still um psychically amped. So uh because of the nature of my class and the specific conscious mind that I took oscillating wave, I now have to do a different type of damage, which means I don't have to choose a different spell, but I'm going to, uh, mostly because uh, I have a bunch of friends around me that are kind of in the way, and Produce Flame is either a melee attack or it is a, uh, it is a ranged attack, which I believe is like cone, but I'm not sure. Anyway, no, I still have Solus in a, front of me. It's just an attack just like if you were throwing a weapon. Attack. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to do is take a five foot step and then I'm going to produce flame again. But this way, this time it does cold damage for what it's worth. So chilling blue, flame. blue flames come out and I'm going to roll the smack the shit out of you uh, with a melee attack this time. So 17 on the die for a 27. Does that is hit? that amped? Is it amped? Yes. I cool. it lasts for two rounds. So, okay, cool. Uh, wait, yeah. hold on. No, I mean, like, did you did you use a focus point to amp it because release yes. psyche is not the same. Yes. It doesn't. Yes. Okay. So I'm that using used, it. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. 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 Chill. <laughs> Just making sure we're talking about the same thing. I know yes! you unleash psyche. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I said yes. You know, this is just as much for the people at home that may not have played this class before as well. So I need you to like tamp the afterburners there, Buccarino. You know, Treb, I actually respect our listeners and their ability to read. <laughs> Maybe they haven't read Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Jesus. That's a hit. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so when I use Produce Flame as a melee attack, uh, it's D12. Damn. 
Um, so, and uh, I am not ha- harmed by the splash damage from Produce Flame, uh, but uh, the rest of you are, if you're close. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why is it deal splash right. damage? Is that part of its amped effect? Yeah, it does one splash damage. Ah. All right, so I got an 11 and a 3 for uh, 14 points of cold fire damage. I don't think I added anything to that, right? Do I add my spellcasting modifier to damage? I don't think so. It and, just depends uh, on what the spell actually says you do. Well, it's that and like the amp state from what I remember also like gives some kind of damage bonus if I remember correctly. Uh, plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Plus my, okay, so plus four. So 17 points of fiery cold damage. Nice, like punch nice. Pitch. Does not all go through again. But that's still a, a solid hit. And that's the end of my turn. Okay, so that still does one point of cold damage to both Solus and Billiam, though, right? Uh, I don't know about Billiam, because he's not adjacent to me. Ah, uh, it's only adjacent, no, it's adjacent to a, you. Well, I mean, it's... Mm. I, don't, I don't know. It just says splash damage. Like, it's, it's really not... Well, yeah, it'd be well splash damage is on the, the target. When using Produce Flame as a melee attack, increase the damage... Oh, it's on the target? Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, one both Billiam and Solus are both going to take one point of cold damage, and this thing will take one additional point of cold damage. All right. <laughs> and Boom. Muckwort goes to die in three. Thanks, Jake. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, so where is guy. he, though? Where I did don't he know. Fall? What if he, he fell? in your square. He's, he's, on, his on, space. he's on your square. He's on Billiam's square. Uh, yeah. I figured he fall, would fall. Can I throw him behind me as to knock? As I see no, this, throw him, him to me. Out. I can give him a potion. <laughs> you step on him on accident. Chuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill him over here. Throw him. Right. As as Produce Flame comes out of his hand, I, nope. I throw him nope. over nope. Oh, Cecil's head. Not yet. You can do that on your turn, though, if you want to waste that action. Go ahead. So he's just dead on me? Yeah, he's just laying on you. He's on your shoulder, oh. just kind of draped okay. over it. Stinking, <laughs> rotting plant boy. Solus, you're up. Can you bring this to a conclusive oh. end one hour and 45 minutes into this recording? We <laughs> shall see. Uh, I'm just going to roll to hit. Why don't you just lie about it so we can get out of here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got a 19 for a 40. Well, I don't have to lie. That is a uh, 15 for a 26. That's a hit. Yes. Okay. Now rolling for damage. You should have said I rolled two for a 35. Is that a crit? <laughs> right. Roll another yeah, D6. Remember, roll another yep. D6. Yep, that's 18 points of damage plus another D6. Uh, that is four points of positive damage. All righty. The, only the D6 is positive, though, right? Yes, that is correct. Cool, cool. Good. Solid hit. This thing is close, y'all. Okay. Now I'm going to do it again. No, you won't. I'll fucking do it again. Okay. Rolling with a plus six. It's a five for an 11. No. Okay. Loser. And for action, action number three, I'm going to raise my shield. Did you ever take your shield out? I did I not actually. No, you're just right. You're yeah. correct. I did not. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to try to intimidate this thing. All righty. See okay. if you can scare it, in, it out of its With incorporeal a plus eight. boots. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Stick her name in your mouth, Solus. <laughs> 11 for a 19. <laughs> That's not going to do it. Yeah. That's never going to leave you, Billiam. I hope you know I that. I know. No, that's perfect. That's <laughs> your, your, your name is in, in my mouth, and it's not going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back. And she attacks you. Oh, please. I have the greatest ending to this. I hope I kill it. You're all the, the name thief. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, I have such a good ending to this. If I can. If it, I can it's your turn, Billiam. Well, I know. That's why I'm hoping so I can do it. Let's see if you can finish it up. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I look at this thing and um, 
I Muckwort's on my shoulder, but I am just gonna swing. I'm sorry, Muckwort. I want to just say one so action can... to throw Muckwort to me. That's all. Yeah. You need. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Let's see. This is at a plus eleven. So this is uh the first the first hit. Oh, it jumped out of my dice box. But it's a seventeen for a twenty-eight. So I'm keeping it. That sorry, is a fuck my dice box. Doesn't count. Go for it. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> fucking fuck you. I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a hit. Okay. So it's two d ten. Plus six plus a 1d6. That is six, nine, five. So 11, eight, uh, 20 plus six, 26. 26 points of damage. I need you to describe your kill. Mm, okay. Oh, God. So <laughs> Bill takes Halandra and sweeps Halandra through right around its neck area. Um, and even though this is a ghost, I'm deciding this is how it happens. It falls to the <laughs> ground. And Bill, Bill walks over to the piece of parchment paper, and with the blood coming off of him, he writes "Bill" in blood and shoves the paper in its mouth and yells, <laughs> "Now my name is in your mouth!" <laughs> wow! End it, please. End, End it, please. It, yes. as, as your hand with this paper goes into its incorporeal mouth, its eyes get wide, and it says. And <laughs> discorporates into nothingness. And you're left there in the quiet room with her final screams reverberating in the hall. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh my oh god. god. Can you imagine if any, any of the writers of this book was just like, they literally just got the book. Why aren't they fucking kissing? B- Billion, know, quick, right? throw me muckwort. <laughs> I know, I'm not going to throw him just in case I miss. And oh, I'll right. throw him into the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Spike spike yes, muckwort. Yeah. She's just so excited. Yes. Yeah. It's like naked gun 22 and a half and yeah. it'll yeah. spiking babies. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>